Okay, hello, welcome to the Coach's Corner. My name is Morgan. And my name is Lindsay. And this is a podcast where we meet up to discuss all things coaching, including our experiences, mistakes we've made, and we've made a lot of them, and all the pro tips we are learning along the way. We hope you find inspiration, comfort, clarity, and a few laughs by joining us weekly on this journey. So welcome, thank you for being here, and let's jump into it. Okay, so what is our topic today? Niching down, what about it? (laughs) So we are going to teach others how to know when they have found the right niche. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how to know what's not your niche. (laughs) (laughs) And what the hell niche actually means. Is it niche? Is it niche? I think it depends on your niche. (laughs) (laughs) okay so niching down what does it really mean um what is your niche what is not your niche Mm -hmm. excellent yeah so I mean like I honestly just think you know when it comes to doing like these podcasts I think they're more entertaining when we just like have our like chatting and Mm -hmm. then we say like okay like today's you know podcast topic is just gonna be we're talking about niching what are we gonna talk about niching Hmm, here's some things that come to mind yeah i agree i think it takes the pressure off of us too to make it perfect yeah um good we could even leave this part in. i love it (laughs) hello everybody we are making a podcast and making it up on the spot as we record It's our Sagittarius energy. <laughs> we just wing it. Yep. It's fine. Because, like, nobody else knows what they're doing either, so. Everyone else just wings it. Like, the more that I realize, everyone does. Yeah. And, like, you just fake it till you make it. Not in everything. You know, like, you should definitely get some knowledge and some practice before you pretend like you know what you're doing. But, you know, for the most part, like, especially starting something new, which we are very new at this podcast game. We just show up and talk about stuff. Yeah, exactly. And like the more that I realize that like people who are older than me are just like people who have made more mistakes. Ooh, that's deep. (laughs) Thank you. That's wrap. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. No, you're right. Like older, like the older that you are does not necessarily mean more wise or, um, you know, superior or any of that good stuff. Like it just means that they've made more mistakes along the way. Yeah. So if you're a coach or a <laughs> coach listening to this and you have no idea what you want to coach on or you're feeling icky where you're at, this podcast is for you. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, um, I know that we have been through several pivots. I hate that word pivot. Like, I feel like I hear it all the time now, but we have, like, we've had several transformations or like unpillings of our niche layers, I think. So yeah, I think we have some wisdom to share from our mistakes. Yeah, I would agree with that. (laughs) And by wisdom, we mean, here's what we did. Here's why it didn't work. Please do something different. (laughs) Don't do what we do. (laughs) Uh, 
Okay, so what do you, like, what would you even say, because I remember going into, like, just starting my coaching business or just realizing, like, hey, I want to be a coach. I really didn't understand what niching down meant or, like, what it meant to find a niche. So, like, what do you think that means? Yeah, so it, like, it, unless you, like, know the definition, it, like, means nothing, you know? Like, it's not really a word that is used anywhere outside of having a business, you know, or like coaching or whatever. Um, and so like when I first started to learn about it, I know myself, probably you and a lot of the people that I talk to as well. And they find out like, Oh, a niche means like a specific like subset of people. Um, you know, and like, and the problem that they're dealing with. So it's two, it's two things. It's the subset of your target audience, um, slash like ideal client in the problem that they're having. Mm. Um, and like when you first like get into it, then everybody's always afraid, like, Oh my God, like if I pick like one specific person and they have one specific problem, I'm never going to get any clients. Yeah, totally. Especially if you're going so specific as what problem do they have, then you're really getting specific. Yeah. And I think that that's a part that a lot of like beginning coaches or even more experienced coaches make. That's a, um, like they find the person, they find their ideal client, but they don't get super specific about the problem. And I I was actually here, you know, in the beginning, I feel like I was actually there. I knew who I wanted to help. I knew I wanted to help women. Like I knew I wanted to help women that wanted to find more fulfillment, empowerment, you know, um, um, meaning to themselves but I didn't really know what their problem was and like the transformation that they would get. Mm-hmm. Um, so that A to B transformation is so important. Yeah, exactly. Like it has to be specific. It, like you can't, you just, you can't mess around. Like you can't say that you're just like being a relationship coach or a health coach, you know, maybe 1% of people will come to you and be like, great. Like, coach me on relationship or coach me on health. That's you know? so bad. Like they're like 1% of people, maybe, you know, like I have one client right now, but even though she came to me and was like, Hey, I'd like to like hire you as a wellness coach. Like even like in our talks, we like niche down, so to speak, you know, and we're like really diving into nutrition and losing weight, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, if that's something that speaks to that client who already came to me because she wanted to work with me and she's saying she needs help losing weight, most likely there's going to be another person with a similar problem and another person and another person. So like, that's something that like I could capitalize on and be like, you no, know, for this specific person, like age group, activity level, career, job, whatever, family life, they are probably having this specific problem. And if I can advertise and market that I have the solution to that problem, gold. Mm-hmm. It'll attract so many people. Um, but like, I know even like with uh, like physical therapists and like the problem I had at the beginning of starting my business was I was just like saying like, Hey, I offer physical therapy, which we all know by now by following me that nobody knows what that is. Um, and that was such a shocker. (laughs) I mean, like nobody knows what physical therapy is. So like, why the heck would they buy it? You know, the only reason that they go to like clinics is because their doctor told them to, 
Yeah. Um, you know, so nobody knows what that is. And then even if I just try to sell physical therapy, there's a million things that I could do with a physical therapist to help somebody. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, the thing is, it's like, if somebody sees that and it's just like, oh, this person can help me with everything, you know, they're most likely going to be like, I, I don't know if I'm right for them. So probably I'm not going to hire them. Um, so yeah. Okay. But if you, <laughs> my turn, <laughs> we're still learning this handoff thing. Um, yeah, but like, so I agree with that whenever you say, and one thing that I try to remember is like, no one cares what you do or what credentials you have or the amount of clients that you've served, like what they care about is what can you give them? So I'm thinking about myself, like whenever I am like shopping for a new, um, coach or even like for groceries, you know, I don't care what else on the label. Like I want to know what it's going to do for my body. Like tell me, like, let me read the nutritional facts in the back. So it's just like with a coach, like, let me read what you can do for me. What can you do for my body, my self-esteem, my, my financial standing, my relationships, what ever, um, you know, and I'm not really interested in, oh, you coach on wellness and, and health and full spectrum health. Like, well, yeah, but that's great. But like, what can you do for me? What, what transformation am I going to get? So I think that that was a huge game changer, um, in my own business and in yours too. And, and I know that like, even in your course that you're teaching right now is that you teach your, um, physical therapist to find one set of people and like one problem that they can solve. Right. Mm -hmm. And then later down the road, like they can broaden that, you know, like then they can get bigger once they're, or their audience can get bigger once they have like established credibility. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's like the biggest thing that you need to do is establish credibility for yourself. Huge mistake that I made. And I think it's a huge mistake that a lot of people are making when it comes to building a business is, you know, I like personally, this is probably polarizing, but at this point, I don't really agree with going like high ticket sales right away, you know, mm -hmm. without having any foundation to stand on. Um, because it just like, it's so stressful and you feel like you have to put on like the hard sell for everybody you know, and almost like, what's a good word for it, but you, you have to like prove yourself constantly mm -hmm. versus, you know, putting stuff out there to build credibility and say like, Hey, this is a topic and a group of people that I know a lot about. And here's what I know about it. Mm -hmm. You know? So like, if you're interested in working with me, that's why, you know, you can trust me because I've already shown you that I know what I'm talking about. Um, so I just, I think that that is really, really important. And I like how you brought up, you know, when somebody is looking for a professional to work with, um, they're like, what's in it for me, you mm -hmm. know, which like a lot of entrepreneurs or like beginner business owners will say, you know, I'm scared to start a business because what will people think of me? And the, the secret is, is that they are not thinking about you. They don't care about you. <laughs> Um, like they just are like, okay, Lindsay, she looks like a regular person. Um, what's her program? Like, what can it do for me? Yeah, that's um, it. That's it. And I mean, of course, if you're weird, like they'll find that out and stop working with you. <laughs> or they'll love it. 
Yeah. But like, they just, they really don't care about you as long as you look like a like generally nice, normal human. Yep. You're so right. And that takes so much pressure off of you too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like so much pressure. Like whenever you can just lift up that curtain and say, all right, like I'm pretty new at this thing. So I'm just gonna like throw, I'm going to put this, um, this cocoon of knowledge or this cocoon of coaching or guidance for you together. And then you, you can be my client. You're going to, we're going to exchange money and I'm going to exchange my gifts or whatever. And we're going to see what happens. And like, here's a fair price. And like, yeah, I totally agree. And we've talked about this before, like the high ticket thing, charging three, $4,000 for a program that I don't really know if it's gonna, um, you know, lead to the result that I want, you know, if it hasn't been proven yet. So I definitely agree that like, there's like an, and I'm not down anyone that does it or if it works for them, that's great. Like I'm not shaming by any means, like do your thing. But, um, there is a gap there, I think for Mm -hmm. like ethically. And I mean, as a consumer too, like you wouldn't want to go invest that kind of money in a program for someone that's never really ran it for anyone else or not that many people. And you don't really know if it's like repeatable, if it actually works, like, Yeah. yeah. So, so what, how do you think, what do you think is the right way to start then? Like, so say like you have your niche, you found like an A to B transformation, like what comes next? What do you do then with that niche for your niche? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that's, that's awesome. This is an excellent discussion. I just want to put that in here. I want to write my own testimonial for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you guys might think that I like we're full of it, but honestly, this is like all stuff that we've learned. It's it's like no BS. 100% 100% the real, real deal. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and I just want to say too, that like, I, like, I'm not knocking high ticket sales. I just don't think it's necessarily the best choice for most people just starting a business. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, I agree with everything that you said. I completely think that if you are working one-on-one with somebody like you need to value your time, like well above like any other product or program that you put together. Um, because as you get more and more into it, if you are working with somebody one-on-one, like it needs to be the most like valuable thing that you offer, you know, AKA the most expensive, because it has to be worth your time. Um, you know, um, but okay. So let's say we found our niche. Um, Hooray. Amazing. And you know exactly what problem you want to help people with. Um, Wait, maybe we should backtrack. Okay. Because we haven't told them how to find their niche. Oh yeah. Tell me about that, Lindsay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Well, I think that like, okay. So I I remember in the beginning, you, you know, I learned that there are three different types of coaching, right? There's relationships, help, and then like finance or business pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so relationship being like the relationship with yourself or the relationship with others, business slash finance, like how to grow your business, how to be a leader in your company, how to change your career or whatever, mm-hmm. or health and wellness. You know, I think that's where like physical therapy would sit or um, how to lose weight or new moms and intuitive eating or like whatever. Um, So I think that you can either like 
start at the top and go down. So, so think to yourself, okay, which one of those three realms do I want to work in? And then just go from there. And it's like, okay, I want to work in the health realm. So who is it that I want to help? And then just keep going down, 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 get narrower and narrower. Um, or you can start the other way and think, okay, like if I were to teach a topic for 30 minutes about anything to anyone and not get paid for it, what would I teach it on? And then you can go up from there. So you can either go like on a large scale or move down narrower, or you can start really narrow and then go out. Um, what helped me was I got super, I set like four hours one night. And I told you about this not too long ago where I just did like a whole goal setting session for myself and got um, super specific on my mission and my values. And it was like, once I blocked out everything else, like I got off social media looking for like validity and got off of Facebook looking for social proof. And I just really narrowed in on um, what my values were that helped me find it too. So I think that maybe that would come after doing that top down or bottom top approach. Like once you kind of have an idea of the realm that you want to go in, then get even more focused in on it and think about like, what are your values? What is your actual mission? Like who, what, it, what is your goal in the world? How are you going to do it? You know? And then like your, your vision, like where are you going? Like, like what is the long-term goal? What is it that you want to achieve? Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that'll help you so much. Um, just by like being intentional, because I think that like we can go into it and just think, Oh, I just want to help people. (laughs) I'm going to help the world. And then you realize that like, you're not going to make money from that, you know? And like, to be honest, Morgan and I both like to make money (laughs) and and there should not be any shame around that. Like you want to help people and you want to be able to have a business that you can survive on. So you've got to be intentional about finding those things. And then you need, and then you do need to go get social proof. Then you need to start talking to your audience. You need to start talking to your market. You need to start conducting those surveys and just talking about whatever it is and like putting it out there, you know, like you don't have to go and post on your Facebook wall. Hi, I'm thinking about being a relationship coach. Like you don't have to do that, but like have some intimate conversations with people, talk with your busy biz besties or your friends or your family, your partner, like just talk to people about it and get their feedback, you know? So that's my advice on niching down. That was so well said. That was excellent. Uh, Would you add anything? What do you think? Well, first I want to go in and rate our podcast five stars. Yes. (laughs) Everyone should do that right now. Like and subscribe. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But no, I, I love all of that. And like, while you were talking, I was taking some notes because like the more that like you kept talking about it. So like originally, like the one thing that I tell people about like niching down is it's, I like almost envision it as like two separate wheels or like kind of like a Venn diagram where it's like person and then like problems and you have to figure Mm -hmm. out where they intersect and like pick that like one thing. So like you like to start off with, you could say, okay, like, you know, I really like working with athletes. I don't want to work with anybody else. Like if you do not exercise, do not call me. <laughs> Which like is true for myself. Um, <laughs> um, you know, or if you're, you don't want to try, you know, yeah. But, like, okay. So like I could work with athletes, 
And, but then like I could work with athletes on a bunch of different stuff, you know, like their mindset, their willpower, uh, specific lifting, like therapy, uh, nutrition, weight loss, like tons of problems that athletes might have. Um, and I think that could be like a good place to start if you want to just like kind of like dip your toe in and be like, okay, like let me surround myself with athletes and talk to them like you're saying about like what problems do they really have, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then you can like, it's almost like, like the wheel of fortune or maybe that's not the right, right word, but I'm like imagining like spinning a wheel that like lands at like tick, 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 and like lands on the problem. That's correct. Um, right. Price is right. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't know my game shows. Um, but like if you can find something that's right there in the middle of that Venn diagram, that's like, that's going to be your goal. That's going to help you like actually speak to the problems that people are having. Or like the other thing is, is you can like swap the wheel and say like, you know, if I am like really passionate about helping people lose weight, and like, that is the problem I want to solve. I need to figure out what population like wants this problem solved, you know, and what people I want to work with. So I think you could go at it either way. Like you could start with either the people you want to work with or the problem you want to solve. And then you just have to find the corresponding thing um, yeah. for them. But then, um, so it's like very like two dimensional. It's like the way that I was like looking at it before. But then like, as you were talking, I started to like envision um, like a six sided die um, where like you start with like the single dot side and you do that. And then you go to two, three, four, five, six. And then like in the center of that cube is like your ideal situation, you know, not mm -hmm. just like an ideal client, but your ideal business venture, like the exact thing that you should be doing. And so I could imagine it being something like, you know, you figure out, you could probably interchange like the first like five numbers or so, but you figure out, you know, the person that you want to work with is maybe is number one, number two, you figure out what problem they have. Like you said, number three, you figure out what your own freaking values are because you have to conduct yourself as a business along with your values. If mm -hmm. you do not stick to those, you are going to be stressed out and it is not going to make you happy. Um, and then you also want to be attracting clients who fit those values, mm -hmm. um, you know, to lead to the best results for everybody. And then number four, looking at your goals, um, you know, like financially, like how much money do you want to be making? What does your business look like? Um, and then like another one probably being like location. Do you want to be online? Do you want to be in person? Do you want to be able to travel? Do you want to have a brick and mortar store? Whatever, like figuring out what that looks like. And then the last thing, like the last piece of the puzzle that I think that like was where people get stuck is not having like either the inherent quality or like not being open to developing the quality of being willing to just jump. Mm. Like you have to just go for it. You know, like there's a reason that like iPhone is on version 11 or whatever. It's because they jumped on version one, you know, and it's gotten so much better. You know, it doesn't, I think like, like people get so caught up in thinking like, okay, I launched this business. It has to be perfect. 
And like, I can't tell anybody about it until it's like a hundred percent perfect. Um, but if you don't talk about it, you won't get clients, you know, like yeah. we're talking about, but yeah, I mean that I need to put this somewhere. That's why I took notes on it, but you have to be willing to jump and just go for it. Otherwise, like you're going to get stuck and you're mm -hmm. never going to end up figuring out like your ideal situation. Yep. And you will get stuck in your head and stuck in like that loop, like that, you know, that loop of negative thoughts and what am I doing with my life? And is this the right decision? And is this going to be perfect? And what, and you're just going to spend time doing things that don't actually, you know, generate revenue and they don't fill you up. Like it's not all about money. Like, yeah, that's great. But you know, it's also about like, is this something that you actually want to spend your time doing? Mm -hmm. You know, um, because I can think to where I was like, just overthinking it and just thinking, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Who can I help? I, and then it turns into, I can't help anyone. And like, oh my gosh. And so it does turn into this, this, this negative cycle. So I agree. Like just jump, just find something. Guess what? Like it's your business. It can change. It can change as many times as you want it to, but you have to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause the only way that you learn about it and even like continuing developing like all those like six things you know mm -hmm. the only way you're going to be able to figure this all out is by making the mistakes that you get you there yep yep that's awesome this is amazing people should pay for this episode <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> we'll drop our uh cash apps below yep patreon subscribe <laughs> I'm just kidding, but y'all could like give us a rating, five stars. You could also follow us on Instagram. I'm at intimately Lindsay. Morgan is Dr. Morgan Meese. Dr. Morgan Meese. She has two, so it's kind of confusing for me <laughs> for the co-host. No, which one do you prefer to use? Well, I have 150 followers on the Well Physio. And okay. 1,100 on Dr. Morgan e, so I'm trying to get everybody on the other one, but everyone keeps tagging me and stuff on the wealth video, so I don't know. Whichever. It depends on who your persona is that day. Yeah, there we go. That's what it is. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so we sort of, um, like, diverted from where we were going, and then we went back to how to niche down. So now let's jump back to where we were going, which was, so after you have like found this target market, like you've got your ideal client, you've come into the center of your dad, like what do you do next? Hmm. To like, how would you nurture that niche? Like how, like what, once you've written it down on a piece of paper and you're like, all right, this is my niche. This is my niche. Now what? Now I think my best suggestion, you know, if, like, let's lay out the options here. So like, you tell me what you think about this. Like option number one is you start putting out free content, free value. You just start putting out free stuff. Um, option two would be to launch full throttle into high ticket sales um, and announce yourself as the like number one expert at this thing, which you very well might be. Um, you know, or I'm trying to think of like a third option because I feel like those are like the two that I can see right now. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I think depending on who you are and like what your personality is, what your situation is, um, you could do one or the other, and then you have to start working towards the other end. Yeah. So either way, like both, you want both of those options in your business. Absolutely. Like do not take, like, do not mistake that. Like you want to have like a, a, what do you call it? Like a a golden ladder, value ladder. Value ladder. Yeah. A value ladder. Like you want to have this ladder of offers, um, you know, and before either either one of those, like you have, and I know I've already said this, but like, you've got to talk to people like for you, Morgan, like you talk to the people in your gym, right. In your CrossFit gym. Mm -hmm. And that was, and you worked with them and you really got to know what their pain points were. And I think that was like so valuable for you. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think like you've got to get your hands in there. Like it's kind of like you got to get your hands dirty and then you can decide like, do I really know enough about this to put out, um, a three, $4,000, you know, offer, or do I think I should start a little bit lower and just start making some money, get to know my market. And then I can launch, I can like really, um, integrate all these business skills that I've learned and then put out like a full force launch. So for me, and I'll just be super honest here. Like I started out in the relationship coaching field and I started out trying to put out a high ticket offer and I, I got my hands in there. I was working with clients, you know, um, and it was just really difficult to get high ticket clients because I, ha- I did not, I was not super clear on the transformation that I was offering. I just, I, my niche was not super specific. I did not know that A to B, like I just wanted to, you know, find, I wanted to help them find fulfillment and intimacy in their relationship. But like, that's really not super specific. Like you think it is, but then once I got in there and started working with women, like I realized how different, like everyone's situation was. So while I was putting out good content at the same time, so I'm doing like your, one of your steps is like putting out free content at the same time I was getting my hands dirty and realizing that like, wait a minute, this content is good for everyone, but it's not good for like a specific set of people. So that was holding me back from my high ticket. So I, I agree. Like you've got to, um, I, I don't know, like I'm going to be a little biased here. I think that you should start out like building the value ladder too, like rather than just jumping straight in and like, it's, I don't know. I feel like we're kind of um, going against the current here because that's not what most of the um, coaches are saying right now. You know, that's not the advice that we were given. It's not. And and maybe I know that it does work for some people, but if it's just not you, then it's it's not working. Try something else. Yeah. Like I think like it just it really depends a lot I think on what like you want to be doing because I think if you jump into high ticket sales right away like it is very intense it is very consuming but if that is what you want and that like internal like desire to do that is driving you then that can be amazing you can make a ton of money really fast um but Like, I think for some of us, just, I don't know if it's like personality or like energy wise or whatever, um, it may not be sustainable. Yeah. Um, Or even like, depending on your current living situation, like, um, if you have a full-time job, it's going to be very difficult for you to devote that much energy into, um, a client that's giving you 
thousands of their hard-earned money. Like that, that's a very demanding task to put on yourself if you have a full-time job and a family or just a full-time job in yourself, you know, that's a lot. So versus like, you know, if you go, like if you, if you climb the ladder from the bottom up versus from the top down, it's, I think it's a lot more sustainable and you're able to build a like way bigger foundation you know, like a ton more authority. Like I'm just thinking of the people that I know of, like in my industry who have gone like bottom up versus top down. And like, I trust the people who go bottom up way more than the other end, you know? And like, that's a big thing. Um, You know, like you just, if you start like putting free stuff out there and I'm not saying like free everything forever, But, you know, even just like, like a podcast, a blog, like an email series, um, an ebook, like just one piece of free content um, and like you keep up with it. So maybe you put out an ebook, but then you also do like a weekly podcast or a weekly YouTube series or something like that and keep up with it consistently. That builds so much trust. Yes. Um, you know, people love that. And I will say too, I think you need to capture emails like from day zero. One <laughs> negative five. Yeah. Capture every email you can. Yes. If you are not capturing emails. I think that is like one of the biggest sins in this whole thing. Yeah. Um, because that's how you like you start to build an audience that is yours and not dependent on an entire platform. Um, you know, I think email is here to stay for a while. Oh yeah. You know, um, and like while there is a lot more competition in the inbox now than there was, you know, 20 years ago or whatever, capture the emails. Oh my God. Like mm-hmm. you just, I, I already have people, I've been capturing emails now for like two weeks for my ebook. I have so many emails from people, not emails, like, like people like emailing me, but like I, I've captured so many emails and then they joined my Facebook group and they already got some free value from me. So I am seeing like on, on when they get into my Facebook group, there's questions to answer. More of them are answering the questions and telling me what problems they're having and are saying, you know, like, how do I get started? versus just like having like things kind of cold out there like I feel like offering this free value and capturing an email is me like opening my front door for them versus them like approaching a house that they have no idea who lives there or like what is even happening um if that makes sense yes totally if I was doing this six months ago oh man like just imagine where we would be but hopefully six months from now, I'll look back and be like, thank God I was capturing those emails. That's so true. I, and I just wrote a post about this the other day. Um, of like the five things I wish I had known. And like, it was mindset, this mindset that, and then the, like the fourth one was like, you need an email list. You have to have an email list to have a functioning business um, that's going to carry you forward and make you money. Like you just do. I've had more people reach out through email than any other way. Mm-hmm. And because like most people check their email, like if they're giving you a legit email address, like you're, they're either going to get a notification or whenever they go in to check it for something else, 
you've got to have an email list because more people reach out to you that way. It's more intimate. Like it's more personal. Like you're in their inbox. Like you're there. And then if they don't like you, they can always unsubscribe and that's fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cause then you just like, you always have like a semi like warm audience or whatever to pitch mm -hmm. offers to yep. versus having to go out and do like cold calling and stuff, which I understand works, but we are talking about for people who are just getting started. Yep, absolutely. So where did you, so tell us, okay, we're going to finish up with this last question about your ebook because I'm curious about this. Where did you um, post your ebook and is it a free product or is it a paid product? Yeah, good question. Um, so at least right now, it's my free product. I had like a few different like freebies that I was giving out. So then I was like, why don't I just put it all together in one like kind of like high value freebie, so to speak, um, because it's, I think it's like 14 pages. So it's like, like pretty substantial, nice. you know, versus just like a one page or whatever. Um, and I know when I receive things like that, I'm like, oh, wow, like this is like a decent freebie, you know, like it's a lot of value. Um, so right now it's on my website um, and you can opt in there, but then I also have been using Member Vault. Um, so I just put it on there as well. So okay. either way you can opt into it on either of those and Katie will leave a link below. <laughs> what is the title of it? It is, uh, so you want to start a telehealth practice. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. Katie came up with it. I want to read it. I don't want to start a telehealth practice, but I want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, what's in most of it, I would say it's like 85% like how to start an online business. <laughs> yep. So, but you have niched down so good that the next like health provider that has had telehealth like sneak into their brain, they're going to think that you're talking to them because you have gotten so specific. So it's instead of talking to everybody, you're just talking to a few somebodies and they're that much closer to trusting you and loving you and buying from you. All right, I think that's a great spot for us to wrap up. Um, do you want to check our co-star really quick? Yeah. All right, so mine. Oh, I had a funny message this morning. It made me think about it. Let's see what it was. Oh, it says, you have been living under the sea for so many years. Welcome to dry land. It's like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, so if you're listening for the first time, Morgan and I um, share this astrology app. It's called CoStar. You should get it, and they should give us, like, an affiliate for this. But, you know, just throwing that out there. Um, <laughs> it's, really, it's really cool because it gives you, like, your where you have power and pressure right now and, like, what you're um, struggling with or, like, having strengths in. So, yeah, mine, um, I have power in routine, spirituality, sex and love, and self all of the above is pretty true pressure in thinking and creativity and social life. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't been thinking much today. I've just been trying to get my classroom cleaned out. So that's true. Okay. What about yours? Um, mine says it, the like primary thing says everyone wants to belong to someone. Oh, <laughs> and then under that, it says the trick is to forgive yourself. It takes effort to heal, but you're up for the challenge. Jesus, deep, Morgan, you may have some inner work to do here. You need oh, to check yeah. this out. Yeah. Um, and also like the power and pressure. I 
always have way more things in the pressure than I do in the power. So what is that about? It's the Aries. <laughs> Just kidding. It's always the Aries. <laughs> I always love it on that. Oh my God. But yeah. So, okay. Let's forgive myself. It'll be mm -hmm. great. Well, I have really enjoyed this episode. I hope that everyone else has gotten value from it or at least pulled, you know, parts of it that fits your situation. Um, you know, if you have questions, you can always reach out to us. We're on Facebook. You can just search our name, Lindsay Padilla, Morgan Meese. We're on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Meese or at Intimately Lindsay. Um, so yeah, we hope that you come back and subscribe to us now so you'll get notifications for yeah. our next episode. Yes. Yeah. Still learning how to do this. I know. It's probably going to be a mess for a while, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Bye. Bye.